Today's daf is daf tes. We are going to begin on daf tes amud beis, the last line. Our Abaya Abaya says, Ruben Shemach HaSadu L'Shemin Shalei Bachrais. Ruben sells a field to Shemin, but he says, I'm not taking any responsibility. I, there's no guarantee that if somebody comes and protests that there's a lien on this field, uh, I'm going to take a Bachrais. And Shemin went ahead and said, fine, I'll take the land. Now what happened? We got to Leasik and Agrashi says, there are claims against the field. People make ear and say that the field belongs, does not belong to Ruben. Before Shimon makes a hazaka, he can go ahead and retract and saying, I do not want to buy this field. I don't want to get involved. There's a lien or there's a potential lien. I am backing out. However, once he makes a hazaka, he cannot retract from this agreement because he made a hazaka. My time, what's the reason? Because Ruben can tell him, you bought a tied bag with basically, uh, you bought a bag which uh, has is tied, and the contents are unknown. So since you were aware and accepted that possibility, so are you purchasing a field without a price? You took that you took that uh, risk, and who cares if there's an error? You can now retract from your agreement. Friendly one of Amos have a chazaka. When is chazaka? When does it? What is a chazaka? When does that apply? When one when he walks upon the boundaries of the land to inspect, that's considered a chazaka. Now the Gemara says, "V'davke shalei b'chayis davke." One could well, he say there's a difference if he makes a chazaka, doesn't make a chazaka, he can he can uh, retract or can retract. That's when there's no chayis. Al b'chayis, when he takes a chayis, when Ruben takes a chayis, then loy. When Ruben takes a chayis, then Shimon, if where he sold with a guarantee, this is not so, and Shimon could retract his agreement and refuse to pay for the land, even after making a chazaka. The reason is that if the guy claims he succeeds with his claim to seize the land, Reuven will then have to return the sum that Shimon paid him. So in order to minimize this whole basin back and forth, the basin allows Shimon to claim that there's no point of paying Reuven now, not because he's going to say, I have a chryas anyway, so... Maybe I'll, I'll, what's the point of laying out the money to anyways eventually get paid back? So therefore, he can retract his agreement to that transaction. Now, rather, we will say, no, even with the guarantee, Shimon cannot retract. Why? Because Ruby could tell him, show me first that the basin authorized this claim, and then I'll pay you. The Shimon cannot claim that there's no point in paying Ruby now after he agreed for the sale, but before the third party sees the land. Because even if the land will be seized, it does not automatically, automatically follow that Reuben will have to reimburse Shun. Now, the more returns, we brought us theory yesterday, or the other day, we said about payments of damage. This is a case of a metav, that damages are paid either with money or with metav. From the actual word of Yashiv, I learned the Labesh of a Kesif, he can pay even with the worth of money, and which is mashma afidus tzubin, even brand, which we know is ziburius, it's like inferior commodity as a valid payment. So, does it have to be made there or not? So, the Gemara says, Halchamayskin, but the less they were talking about, he does not have, he only has tzubin. The Gemara, Pshita, obviously, if he only has tzubin, obviously, he only has to pay with tzubin. So, the Gemara says, about the Taman, I would say, I would think, I'm going to let we tell him, Zil Tzach Zabin, go and sell your brand, I simply kiss him, bring me money, it doesn't matter at what expense, bring me the money you owe. Mashma, we don't tell him that. 
says, money is like money. Money, sorry, money is like uh, land. So, why are you telling me this? For what halacha? Why isn't it get halacha than the ksof menkikarkas? And where says this? you made that. If you want to tell me that this is with regards to land, that the requirement of paying with one's land, that he has to, if he chooses to pay with land, he has to pay with meitav. How did Ravuna? Ravuna already said this. Ella, rather, you're going to tell me a case like this. Two brothers at the Vardah the Yerusha, and not the Echad Karka of Echad Saf. And one guy took land, and one guy took money. And now the Bafev of the father came and took away the land from the one brother. Now, the Azalai, so that brother can come, he could say, listen, I have to go now, and the guy sees my land, so now let's let's uh, split the money as Yerusha, because my Yerusha was taken away. So if I think what a pshita, obviously I have enough. I allow brother both children. So since they have a responsibility equally about the inheritance of their father, so they have a equal responsibility for the father's wife. And if the balchayv took it away, obviously the brother can come back and say that we need to we need to reevaluate this. So now he could listen. Where says no? He could amri adrabah. Those who say fakert, so why Because the guy who took the money he could say like this. I took money, why? Because if it gets stolen, I'm not going to come and ask you to pay for it. Why did you take a land? Because if somebody comes and takes you the land, um, you would not be reimbursed for my money. Allah, rather, Ravas is referring to a case of two brothers who divided the land, they inherited from their father, and the father's came and took the portion from one of them. Since the brothers carry a joint responsibility for their father's claim, the one whose portion was seized has a right to be reimbursed from his brothers. Rabasi's ruling teaches us that this may be done either by redistributing the remaining portion of the land or reimbursing him with money. But then he said one time, brothers were divided, and the brothers came and took one of the chilek, Again, and the Balchiv went in and took one of their brother, one of their chalak Rav Omar Rav says that the whole chalukah is read is basically voided, and they have to uh, redivide and re uh, redivide the Yerusha. Shmuel Omar Shmuel says no. Each brother, upon taking his portion viter, he relinquishes any rights to be reimbursed for the portion that were lost. And Ravasi says the third opinion says he says he takes a quarter uh, of land and reviewing money, and a quarter in money, he gets half the money back. And the Gemara explains it out. Amar both the Machleke is the whole, the, the whole Yerusha is the divide, redivided because he holds, because our Ach and Shechalku brothers are divided. And therefore they continue a joint responsibility of their father's chayf. So any remaining land is divided equally between the brothers. Shmuel Amar Vitar, why? Because our Ach and Shechalku are the Kufis. They are much like people who are buyers. Each one is considered to be similar to a buyer who bought his portion without a guarantee that would have provided him with a right to be reimbursed if his portion was seized by a Balchayv. Ravasi Ravasi says, Why? If there is the Yerusha or like a the Kulchis, therefore you get half. What does it mean, Kikarka? The Indian Meitav. So, regards to the paying of one's best of quality land, and it's teaching us that one may choose to pay with money instead of land. Everything went aiming for Chinnam Ravasi. Yeah, say for Chinnam Ravasi. 
Amar is eight hundred one. I'll be mitzvah. When it comes to mitzvah, actually, what you spend up to a third. Frankly, one of my shlish was the mean a third. After the gemara, so the gemara says, "Ile and shlish basically, if you say means." I want to spend up to one third of his estate to perform a mitzvah. I'm going to ask you a question. Let's say a person had three mitzvahs at the same time. Should he give his entire estate away in order to fulfill those mitzvahs? For sure not. We're talking about when it comes to hidden mitzvah. That, up to a third of the mitzvah. So, by the Vashi, Vashi says, doesn't mean one third from within. In other words, he calculates the cost of a standard item as one third of that value and spends the total purchasing a more beautiful item, or as a one third from without, one third of the sum he ultimately spends should be the additional sum added in order to purchase a more beautiful item and for the Gemara take that up to one third more than the cost of the standard item comes from his own finances. But from that point on onwards, any additional sum is spent on purchasing a more beautiful item comes from Mishalak comes from Hashem himself. Hashem will be for spending the additional sum. With regards to anything for which I became responsible for safeguarding to prevent it from causing damage, if in fact damage is considered as if Shanti Niski. It's considered as if I actively facilitated that damage and I have to pay for it. If I facilitated part of the damage, then I am liable and have to pay for the entire damage as if I were one who facilitated the entire damage it caused. Property which does not have meila. Property that belongs to uh, Yidin or Nechasam Yichodim, property that is assigned, meaning of which uh, the Gemara will explain. So one is Chayev only with regards to damage caused to property for which, or he to use it for non uh, purposes, non Kedusha purposes. He, now he would not be Chayev for Nechasam Shemem Mila, Nechasam Shemem Bris. The Gemara will explain this. Oh, behold, Malkiyu Chusman Hashem Yichodim Mizid, and one is Chayev for damage caused in any place except for a domain designated. Exclusively for the use of one responsible for the damage, or for damage caused in a domain designated for the joint use of the one injured party, the one liable for the damage. Now, when an animal or an item one is responsible to a safeguard causes damage, the one higher for the damage caused by insufficiently safeguarding it is obligated to pay payment. Four, we made the bonus uh, for damage with the best quality of life. Anything for which I became responsible for safeguarding it to prevent it from causing damage, if it in fact causes damage, then if Shati is Niski, if it in fact causes damage, it's considered as if I actively facilitated the damage. If it's that's either a share or a board that you give it to her shit to cut the music and then damage high shell my shaking beish, shaking beish not. So if I go on my skin, what are we talking about? Either maybe should cause bird because if you're talking about an ox that's that's uh, tied and a board which is covered the cavalas, it got beish. So the same thing, the same scenario would be by a fire. Gachelis, let's say a, 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 a fire which is like a, a, a coal, which is ember, 
So also, what's the difference between the two? There seems to be no reason to differentiate between them. Rather, rather you have to say, you're talking about a share which is uh, untied and a barrier which is covered. So so what would be a similar scenario corresponding to a fire which has a flame? So the potter which is potter. So the, the potter is potter. The one is only potter if you give it gachelis. And then you will find it. If you give a chanir shit it will certainly cause damage. So what's the case of here? Rather, you're talking about a share which is tied and a bear which is covered. And what's the difference between the two? By the case, you could say the manner of an ox is to free himself from being tied, and the typical manner of the bear is a, 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 a pit becomes dislodged. Therefore, as it is negligent to transfer an ox or a pit to someone who is incapable or sufficiently safeguarding them, the one who transfers the ox or the flame to them is chayv. However, in regards to an ember, comment the shavigli, as long as he leaves, he leaves it alone, the omni omni it will progressively dim. And the only way in which she will cause damage to somebody else if they flame it, therefore he's not chayv. So, so my answer is this is there in the case of the fire it's fostered the Khirishka Garden. Ultimately the deaf mute's handling of the flame causes the damage. As if it were not him involving the flame, no damage would have been done. Also here in the case of the shade and the bird, the shade and the and the, the bird, yeah, lights foster the Khirishka Garden. The deaf mute handling of them does not cause the damage, rather the damage was caused even though they remain in exactly the same dangerous state in which the one who had transferred them to the deaf mute did so, therefore the damage is, is a result of that person's negligence, and he is chayef.